there are people out there all the time that you have no idea if your tone is slightly off. And so as representatives yeah. of Christ going out into the world. Yeah, not just words, but tone. Yeah, <laughs> that everything. That matters too, my gosh. And it's so important. We're Anna and Cam, and we are so excited you're here to join us in our conversations on biblical truth, marriage, and healthy living. We know that you were created on purpose for a purpose. And we know that you were called to stand out in this world as you refuse to conform to the culture around you. We're so glad that you're here and pray that our conversations encourage your spirit to be bold in your call for Christ. Words kill, words give life. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. Proverbs 18:21 and if you can't tell message translation. <laughs> wow, that is I liked that one in that translation. You choose. That's you how choose. this goes. Well, today, which is true. We are talking about the idea. This yep. is one of our favorite verses. I, I know we've referenced it probably a couple times actually here, but like this is the topic of the power of your words yeah. and how what you speak can be powerful. Yeah, it's life or death. It it really is. And I mean, scripture is clear about this in more than one spot. It goes through it Absolutely. in the book of James. This topic is actually week four of my um, five-week Bible study, Choosing Stability in an Unstable World. And so I just wanted to dive a little bit into it. I dedicated an entire week in the study to it. So it's it's an important topic. Yeah. And to be honest, it's one that I <laughs> always kind of dread talking about because it's the one that I really struggle with probably the most. And I think sometimes we feel like our speech can be neutral, mm. but it's really not. It's either yeah. speaking life or it's speaking death. There's there's not much of a middle ground. Yeah. And I think that's something that we need to be very mindful of. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. I think it's it's very interesting that um, we talk about this, or not we talk about this idea, the Bible talks about this idea of yeah. in the beginning, the word was with God. And we yeah. know that is Jesus. And then we know this idea that when words came out and God spoke, yep. things were created. And things were actually created and the foundations of the universe were built on the words he said. Yeah. And we mm -hmm. know that words can, like you said, can build up, can destroy, can do any number of things, yeah. whether it be to a relationship, to um, people, to friends, to family, to countries. When someone says something, it can do things and change things that are going on. Yeah. And so I think it's very important as Christians where we need to remember that when we speak, not only can we build, create, destroy, be a part of that and yeah. be problems, but also we are representing God and we are representing Jesus in that moment. Yeah. And so we need to be very conscientious Absolutely. of what we're saying. Yeah, we are representatives of Christ. Absolutely. And I think for whatever reason, we forget that a lot of the time. At mm -hmm. least I know I do. And I've been trying to be very mindful of that in every interaction that I have with people, even like going to like a Walmart grocery pickup, like how am I interacting yeah. with this person who's helping me right now? Just, just small interactions. I think sometimes we think that we only need to be a, a good representation of Christ if it's like this big grand situation. Um, but it's really, I think in the everyday, yeah. uh, the seemingly like mundane things, the, those really matter. Absolutely. And I think that's often where we miss the mark. A hundred percent. And I think what usually goes down, the first thing I think of, like you were talking about the beginning of this, you thought yeah. of like, yeah, sometimes I can be a little bit harsh or sometimes I can be a little bit this, or this is something right. I need to work on. And I think that that ends up like, it's more of on like a deeper level, like a relationship yeah. like we have, you know, as yep. a, a husband and a wife yeah. that ends up being where our minds automatically go. And we think about what can build or, or destroy or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But it really is like, there are people out there all the time 
that you have no idea if your tone is slightly off. And so as representatives yeah. of Christ going out into the world. Yeah, not just words, but tone. Yeah, <laughs> like that everything. That matters too, my gosh. And it's so important because it, it's if we're going out into the world, yeah. if we're going into the world and we are going to say, I am a Christian. If someone asks, are you a Christian? What are you? What yeah. do you believe? If that was ever happened, you need to be able to have an answer and yeah. say, that's why there's joy in my life. Yeah. That's why that. And I've literally had people at different places, whether it be where I work or things like that, be like, hey man, so like, how do you like keep that mentality? And there have been moments where I've just been like, ah, eh, you know, it's just kind of like whatever. Just got to be happy. Got to be positive. And I missed it. Yeah. And I missed the they chance. Missed the and there's been times when I've been like, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Jesus is the Lord of my life. And when I have uh, an, a perspective that he's given me and yeah. a perspective that what I do matters in this world and there's going to be a life after this that matters yeah, and so absolutely. i take i take what's happening right now seriously and i don't let little things bog me down and prevent me yeah. from remaining in a good mindset right and so i think that's the big key thing too where it's not just these but you do deep, sometimes we both do sometimes of course yeah. of course but it's just not it's not just these like long lasting friendships or relationships you have to think about where that which you absolutely do but i think it gets glossed over so quickly because i think the biggest wounds come from things like harsh yeah. harsh things i've said to you harsh things you said to me right harsh things that someone else might have said to us those those wounds last and i yeah a few careless words can cause wounds that last yeah, and a lifetime if I, you don't forgive and let them go and i have been a part of that and i yeah. i am so frustrated myself that I've been a part of that whether it be stuff with you or people mm -hmm. other people in my past friends families other relationships yeah whatever it might be like I have been a part of destroying and so I need to remember that there's potential in that and even though if I think I'm this nice guy I'm such a nice guy look how nice I am yeah I can still slip and still end up not being able to bring light and to bring building building things yeah. up and making things better and so I think that's the key thing for us just casually we have to uh take care of that but then also yeah. we have to take care of that and keep an eye on that when it comes to some of our deeper relationships yeah and i i think it's important to remember that yes we're talking about our speech towards other people but there's also a self-talk that we have internally mm. that we need to look yes. at and watch for too because there's been certain points in my life where i've gotten much better with how i'm talking to other people yeah but the self-talk that i have 100%. in my mind is outrageous like yeah. terrible yeah. terrible like people would be dropping like flies out of my life if i spoke to them like i speak to myself yeah and so i've had to be really um careful with that and careful totally. to redirect it i think it's important to remember that the enemy is after our identity and yep. If we're not careful, our self-talk can kind of double down on the lies that he's planted within us yep. and we end up watering the lies instead of ripping them out. Yep. And it's just important to be mindful of that. So I just wanted to mention that too, that yeah. self-talk is another part of that that totally. I think is just as important, um, especially because we know what's in our heart is going to um, overflow out into our speech. You're 100% and right. And so even if you know, that's not coming out now. If that self-talk or those, you know, angry thoughts towards people, if they're not coming out yet, they're going to at some point. So you've got to take care of the root of the issue. 
Um, And while we all will make mistakes with our speech from time to time, I think it's important to remember that if you are a Christian, you have the fruits of the spirit within you. Mm. Um, So you actually you have the ability to be loving, joyful, peaceful, patient, kind, good, faithful, gentle and self-controlled. And so um, something that I wrote in here that I think is important is it's important to reflect on one, does the way that you talk to others encompass the fruit of the spirit? Or does it kill, destroy, discourage, hate, and lie? Hmm. And I think it's important to um, ask that question, again, both with how you're speaking to others and how you're speaking to yourself. Yep. Um, because sometimes it can maybe feel like I just, this this habit, you know, has me. It has kind of a stronghold in my life. I don't know what to do with it. I have certainly felt like that at certain points. Hmm. And just remembering no, God is bigger than that. It, it is a sin just like any other thing. And you need to submit it to, you know, the foot of the cross yeah. and remember that you have the Holy Spirit inside of you. And there's been times in my life before I surrendered my life to Christ. And I would have called myself a Christian at these points where my language was horrible, mm. horrible. Oh, my gosh. And it's not now except for <laughs> if I fall into a fit of rage and I get really angry mm. and that's something now where if a word, if like a swear word or something comes out of my mouth, like I am deeply remorseful for after. Mm. Like I'm like crying, like apologizing to God and then usually shortly after apologizing to you. <laughs> but like it's something that like really does grieve my heart now. And something that I really hate, like I can't stand this, is when you hear people say like, I'm a Christian, but I cuss a little. And it's like something that's just laughed off. Like there's like shirts that say this and stuff. Mm. There's shirts, there's posters, there's mugs, all these things. It's like a movement. And I hate that because it's like if I said, I'm a Christian, but I, I sleep around a little, like you don't say, I hope you don't say that. Or I'm a Christian, but I do a little bit of cocaine. It's just kind of like, just a little bit, just a little line. No, I I do not at all. But I'm just saying it. I think it's dangerous to make light of something like that and not really strive to take care of it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like you could slap, oh, I'm a Christian, but I kill people on the weekends. Like mm. obviously murdering people and a swear word are two different things. But I'm just saying I'm trying to make the point yeah. of it's important not to minimize sin because I think that's also a lie of like, oh, let's create this kind of progressive movement where, yeah, you love Jesus, but you don't really take repenting for your sins seriously. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the gist of that movement and I can't stand it personally. Yeah, and no, I, I can understand that. And so where you get to this point where you go, the words that have come out of my mouth, I grieve those. And I, I'm mm-hmm. at the same point too, but it's not, that's not as often a struggle for me. Cause no, I can't I, remember the last time I heard you say something and it had been a while for me. And then the other night I said the F word. Oh, here we are. Welcome to the Transform Living Podcast. You were there. <laughs> so, and I, yeah, and I was horrified that that had come out of my mouth. But I will also say that it was in the middle of, um, I think this podcast is going to go up after the one that we had just talked about where I'm talking about how like I was, I really felt like I was under complete attack for like four days, really, mm. really bad. I was not doing well. Like I was going in a downward spiral. Yeah. And that was very much an outpouring of what was going on in my heart. Yeah. So it's important not to let your heart get like that. Yeah, so no, yes, I get I've, you. I have repented. Yes. And it's, it's an interesting thing because as I was getting into this idea of like, it's more an outpouring. Like for you, it's this Oh, I'm gonna, this frustration and anger yeah. and like frustration will just come out of you yep. and you feel like you can't control it. 
where I have dealt with another thing where that self, that self talk, talking yourself, yeah. I will literally just be like, idiot, idiot. You're so dumb. Idiot. I know you say that a and lot. So and I will verbally just too. tell myself that I suck. You suck. You and suck. That's you not suck. okay. And like, whenever I make a mistake, I'm like, dummy, dummy, you're so stupid. Yeah, that's not okay. And so I'll you constantly do that, do that. And then as, um, a lot of times too, like you're, you're being vulnerable with stuff you've talked about. Like I'll just get like alone. Sometimes like, oh, I hate it. I hate it. I hate everything. This is so dumb. I hate it all. I hate it. I hate it. And I'll just get really, really frustrated about whatever it might be, whether it yeah. be work stuff, life stuff, things I'm trying to figure out, even just trying like something as silly and dumb as like yeah. trying to figure out how to fix something. I'll get really, really like down and like, you are an idiot for not being able to do this um, and kind of push yeah. push a, a button in myself that really makes me feel like I'm worthless. Yep. Um, and so for me, I, I, let's, like for me, you've talked a little bit about like the things that help you, like remembering the fruits of the spirit and what you're supposed to pour out. Yeah. For me, what helps that is remembering who I am who I am, but more importantly, who God says I am. Yep. And remembering that I have been adopted into his family, that I've been adopted into yeah. his kingdom and that I am not some foreigner and I am not this, you know, orphan orphaned. I am not left alone. I am not this terrible, terrible thing. I am adopted into God's family. I'm not an idiot. I'm loved. I'm not Loved based upon what I can pull off, whether I can fix something, whether I can uh, be a good husband. I am not loved by God based upon those things. He's called me to those things, but I am not loved yeah. based upon those things. And so for me, it's really just taking a moment to understand and really taking a moment to go, okay, I am not going to let this self-talk. And I also do believe, like we've talked about the idea of the enemy is saying, you suck, you suck, you suck, you suck. Oh, for sure. Come at me and tell me like, you're not good enough because yeah. that's the thing I really do struggle with. Yeah. And I think it's important to just remember that when we forget our God-given identity and we feed into the lies of the yeah. enemies, we start acting like spiritual orphans. Yeah. And we are not reflecting Christ well yeah. at that point at all um, or our identity in him. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like you say those things a lot and you say them out loud too. And I'm just like, you can't say that. Like, stop I didn't it, realize I was it. really like, doing it too much it. until you, you started say calling it me all on the it. time. And I'm like, dude, stop. Like, that's not healthy. I know. And I know. it's really, it's really important because again, your words speak life or death. And I think it comes down to like, if you remember who you're representing and you remember who's family you're a part of and it being God's family, yeah. you would think, like taking an outsider's perspective, how would a daughter of the king talk right yeah. now? Would the daughter of the king talk crude and talk yeah, in anger and talk with frustrations? <laughs> would the daughter of the king uh, speak that way? Or would the daughter of the king be poised, understanding, know the commands of the king, yeah. follow after, move the kingdom forward, be a part of moving the kingdom yeah, forward? Absolutely. How would a member of a kingdom act? Yeah. And same thing with that. How would a son of the king act would they say you are not a part of this you're not good enough you're yeah. useless you're valueless no the king would say no you're, you're part of you're part of this lineage like you're part of my family yeah. how dare you say that you are not valuable i have deemed you valuable and i am yeah, the you're king. insulting your maker when exactly you say that. Mm -hmm. and so i think that's one, one yeah. thing to remember is a lot of times this word stuff can just come back to very simply as a christians for us to look at this yeah who do you belong to Whose kingdom are you a part of? Mm -hmm. And how do you want to move it forward? Did Absolutely. you have another thought before you jumped into some questions? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I have out. some verses I wanted to read. Oh, yes. Um, 
Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it, which is mm. Proverbs 4.23. And again, that was like dead on what I was experiencing mm. the other night, which I was horrified. Yeah, if myself. you don't guard your heart, then the, what's in your heart will become an outpouring through your mouth. Absolutely. Um, you brood of snakes, how could <laughs> evil men like you speak what is good and right? For whatever is in your heart determines what you say. Matthew 12.34. So they're really, they're, I just want to drive the point home that your speech and your heart are directly linked mm -hmm. together. And so sometimes something will slip out of our mouths like it did with me the other night. And my first thing was, oh, my gosh, where did that come from? Like a shock. I'm shocked with myself. Where yeah. did that come from? And then if you just take a second to look, I shouldn't be surprised. My heart was in a really bad spot. Yeah. And so just assessing that early on so you can um, fix it. Yeah. I think is very key. And I think it's also important to not letting you know bitterness or regret or anything like that uh, start to grow in your heart because yeah. that's just a recipe for disaster and i think agreed i think carrying things that we weren't meant to carry is uh, that that's never going to end well for any of us ever yeah, I and agree with you. i think also leaving some sort of empty space within us that needs to be filled with the holy hmm. spirit and god's truth is a very dangerous thing because that space will always be filled with something. And if it's not filled with godly things, mm. and, you know, the Holy Spirit, yeah. something else can very easily swoop in and take yeah. hold in there. And yeah, um, something that I wrote in the study that I just really liked was creating a space for anything you weren't meant to carry will almost always lead to a verbal overflow that you'll later need to repent for. Mm. And it was just funny. It was... <laughs> Kind of funny, I guess, seeing I had written these words when I was, you know, at a very good place and how I so needed them a couple days ago. And, and it's just a good reminder of yeah. every single day recognizing your need for Christ. Absolutely. I was very humbled um, this past week by many things that I did. Someone needs a promo code for that guide. <laughs> Someone needs a promo. Need to read my own guide. Yeah. Um, no, I, I just think I, I, we can't stress it enough. Our, our speech has power. And yeah. that's I think that's part of the reason why also the enemy is so after um, just spreading the disgusting uh, music industry around and all of that to have people singing and declaring these things yeah. that are not pleasing to God. Yep. I mean, that ties into it, too. You think you think scripture is just talking about what you're speaking in conversations. It's anything that comes out of your mouth. Yeah, it's everything Singing comes out of your included. mouth. Singing included. I yep. don't, I don't, you, you don't get to say gross things because a good beat's behind it. You know yep. what I mean? Um, and I think that's just a good... It's a good thing to keep. Yeah, in mind and so too. it seems like really what it comes down to, like high level and like summarizing everything, it's yeah. this idea of like you have to know who you are. Yeah. Because if you know who you are, and you're held to a higher standard. Yep. You, if you know who you are and what your identity is, then yep. your heart will be in the right place. Yeah. And then if your heart's in the right place, then there you will be able to prevent the overflow of your mouth taking yeah. over because what's in your heart will be spoken out. And so I love that. Absolutely. That's absolutely great. And That's I think, awesome. I think we should ask ourselves more often too, like how can I be a light to someone? Mm. How can my words speak life to mm. someone? And yep. both to yourself and to other people and to actually ask the Holy Spirit, like who can I speak life to today? And that can be through yeah. an encouraging word verbally, through text, maybe yep. writing them a letter. I mean, anything. You can do these things and practice them so they are really just like, I don't know. So you're just immersed in them. Yeah. You want to stop being on the defense and go on the offense. 
Yeah. And not to offend, not offense to offend, but to go on, instead of being on the yeah. defense to like, okay, I'm not going to say a bad word. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do these right things. Of, yeah. Instead of just sitting uh, there going, I don't want to speak death. What do I do? I'm not, well, I don't want to speak death. No, da, 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 da. You need to go. Yes, obviously you don't, but what can you do, you know, taking action yep. to speak life to people and, and, and really that, keeping yourself busy with that? Because if you keep, if you keep your heart filled with that mm-hmm. and you keep yourself constantly acting on that, you don't have to really worry about the other stuff because you're already filling that space with something. It's when that yeah. space becomes empty mm-hmm. that the speaking death usually swoops well, right in to take its place. It comes back to the, uh, an, an, a saying that says, you know, idle hands are the devil's playthings. And I think an empty heart. Can... Workshop. Devil's workshop. That's how oh. I've heard it. Oh, well, we now have two different versions. <laughs> Comment below. Is it plaything or workshop? I've never um, heard plaything. That I've, sounds a little I, weird. It sounds a little weird. But um, that idea is that the same thing, an empty heart yeah. is something that can be used that way. So that'd be it. Yep. That's great. Awesome. Let's do some uh, some questions, yep. questions and comments questions. that people left I for us. I got it. I got it. Okay. What do we Have got? you always been a follower of Christ? You want to start? Sure. Go for it. Um. So I grew up going to church and I would have considered myself a Christian through my whole life. And I remember, you know, having conversations with God from a very young age, reading my Bible at a very young age, all of that. But I, I truly did not surrender my life to Christ until, um, was it seven years ago now? Seven years ago Yeah. Uh, when I got baptized. So I would have considered myself a Christian mm-hmm. that whole time, um, but I was not living that way. I, gotcha. I was not living in a way that represented Christ well I <laughs> in any capacity. You've been like a checkbox Christian, like, well, you're not going to click like Hindu or Buddhist, but you're just going, oh, Christian. Yeah, yeah I would have, I would have yeah. checked Christian, but my goodness, my life did not reflect it. My heart did not reflect yeah. it in any capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a lot. There's a yeah. lot that goes into that. There you um, go. But no, uh, seven years ago is when I really surrendered awesome. my life to Christ. That's I always awesome. want to make that kind of separation in it. Yeah, and I have a. I wouldn't say an exactly similar separation, but raised in the church, parents started going when I was preschoolish age, from what I remember, and then um, I started taking my faith more seriously in the middle of high school, mm-hmm. and had like a phase. I wouldn't say a phase, but like there was that was like a stepping stone. I came to take this a little more seriously. Yeah. And then I had another more serious phase um, when I was about 23 and yeah. then even more like kind of just general phases where I've gotten more serious yeah. with my faith. Um, but yeah, I've been essentially raised Christian and was a part of the church my entire life. Yeah. Uh, what denomination are you? I am the non-denominational denomination. <laughs> I am too. Yes. Yeah, we, we kind of laugh about this because we feel like we are... Um, too reformed for the charismatic and too charismatic for the reformed. So we're, mm. we're somewhere right uh, in the middle. <laughs> what is that saying? The other day we had a saying that I said. Oh, yeah. What oh, did you oh, say? Oh, oh, I remember. Okay. It's, I said, um, we take the scripture serious, but God is mysterious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Scriptures are serious, but God is mysterious. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I think. That's the, our theology. <laughs> yeah. We, there, there really is a non-denominational denomination. Like everyone, like yeah. there's like, um, you know, connections and like, I would say like, there's no like. They don't cross over, but like everyone's kind of buddies and friends and be, people get to know each other throughout different right, areas. Right, right. And yeah. so um, definitely part of that non-denominational. Yeah, we we certainly take scripture seriously. Very seriously. That is the truth. That is what yep. we follow. Um, we don't add, we don't take away. Yep. And we feel like there's camps that do both and we don't want to be a part of no. either. Um, so we are kind of right there. But we also the believe that there are moments when the spirit calls us to do things. And there are some oh, people absolutely. that are we, on the other side where like the spirit doesn't move. There's no and this, we no believe that. that the gifts are for today. Mm-hmm. We believe he moves today. We believe all of that. We believe all of that yep. is for today. A hundred million percent, which probably yeah. puts us in the slightly more charismatic camp. 
However, we don't think anything mm-hmm. goes. I'll so. listen to a little bit of Bethel while I read my ESV Bible. You know, yeah. I'll have a little bit of fun. It's a walking contradiction. A little bit of both. ESV. No, they read ESV all the time in Sometimes. that church. No, they do. I just do what I want. That's what they read ESV often in that church. <laughs> the people that like to, eh, we don't need to get into that. We, we are Bethel fans. Um, not to say we agree with every teaching no. They say. What's the next question? Next one. That's funny. Favorite worship that's not Hillsong Bethel or Elevation. Not Hillsong Bethel or Elevation. Well, there's a few newer ones that's that are funny. probably the same vibe. Maverick is very Maverick City music. Yeah. Um, but they do a them. lot with them. Yep. And then you say like there's like Brandon Lake, but he's like he's in all those bands basically. Yeah, and I think he he's came in out everything. of Bethel. Yeah. Um David Crowder. Crowder. I like Crowder, especially some of his older his stuff. stuff. Yeah, in a while. But yeah, oh. we used to attend. Oh, Philly, Philly dubs. Yeah, but he I think is partnered with Bethel too. A little bit, but he, he wouldn't still be considered Bethel, yeah. I don't think. Okay, yeah, so I'll say he, this. Phil Wickham. He certainly writes and performs. I think with them. Phil Wickham uh, writes and sings be- beautiful. Beautiful. You no know Cameron, writing. you know he. I get emotional. It's so he good. He loves Phil um, Wickham maybe a little too much. Uh, hey, nothing wrong with that. But um, Phil Wickham, <laughs> um, I think his uh, writing is, and the, his. Uh, it's all biblical it's biblical I, I don't ever oh. find something that's not biblical the words he writes yeah, yeah. and then of course fantastic musician um i also really like we the kingdom um oh, yeah, i think they do good. really good stuff yeah, um, we like i think their they're stuff awesome sure. so i check out we the kingdom yep um and as far as that that'd probably be the main yeah the main worship stuff that i like to listen to yeah what about you babe oh i said david crowder you do like yeah crowder. no i agree with all the ones that you said yeah. it's just that they're all all of them are like connected and yeah. stuff now so it's like are you trying to avoid these bands because you don't agree with the theology in yeah. which case you probably don't want these branched off people either or yeah. i don't know yeah we listen to all of those i check out we the kingdom they they're they have a good balance of um they sing some things that are worshipful but they're still like played on christian radio and it's not quite full like stadium worship stuff but it's it's really good i really enjoy their music and i think they're very biblically sound some of the interviews i've heard them talk about like they are very biblically sound and are like hey we got to be you know like on point with what we write they take they take there is a love and fear of god yes that's it they fear the lord and when they write music they fear the lord and it's very apparent in how they write and the the lyrics that come out Absolutely. We got another question or is that all of them? Well, I didn't screenshot them all because I thought you'd want to save them for later. Oh, okay. Well, we, no, let's <laughs> do more? one more. Let's do one more. That'll okay. be fun. Yeah, let's do one more. more quick question. That'll be great. Sorry, I have to go back to my Instagram. No, you're great. Okay. Check it on out. Yeah, you got to screenshot all those questions. Um, while Anna's looking up that question real quick, if you have a question for us you'd like us to answer on the podcast, uh, DM Anna straight on Instagram or the podcast channel on Instagram. Also, feel free to leave a comment below on the uh, YouTube if you're here on YouTube or in the comment section or like rating section of Apple Podcasts. We'll mm-hmm. make sure that we check out your comments and you might be on the next uh, the next podcast video. Do you have one more for us? What is your favorite book? Oh, my favorite book besides the Bible. Besides the Bible. Oh, oh man. first let's do your favorite book in the Bible. Okay, favorite book in the Bible. Yeah. Um, Mine's James. Yours is James? Yeah. Why is it James? Um, It always whips me into shape and I feel I like that. God puts me. <laughs> you love when I'm whipped into shape? No. <laughs> <laughs> I always feel no. like God puts me in the book of James. Yeah. He, I think he just kind of flips me back and forth from James and Galatians. James and Galatians. That seems to be the theme. It's like a little dance, James and Galatians. James and Galatians. Yeah, James is my favorite. It is so, um, it's very black and white, very blunt, very, this is what you do. And that's, that works for my brain. Yeah. I definitely have seasons. Um, 
and I'll say like New Testament, I really, I really like the book of Romans. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, right now I've, I've really just been thankful for Psalms mm. and I've never really read them just with so much intention. Like I really yeah. want to read this. Like there's been a couple like classics that you go to, but like I just really want to dive into worship and yeah. worshiping God. And so I've been really enjoying Psalms lately. I'd say that's probably one of my favorite ones right now as far as books go. What about your favorite? Reading through the book of Psalms always reminds me of like reading through a journal of mine where it's up and it's down <laughs> and it's up and it's down. <laughs> that's funny. Um, what would you say your favorite book is? Maybe a Christian book. Um, Not in the Bible, but like a- Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah outside uh, Crazy Love is one of my like, that was probably my- Third first like christian book that i read Mm -hmm. and just like really loved and was super convicted by Mm -hmm. like that was amazing um and i love i love a lot of bill johnson books i know a lot of people don't i do um god is good he's better than you think Mm. is fantastic that for someone that grew up with an earthly father that uh is not so good leave it at that um that one really helped me reframe Mm. god as the good father that he is that book really helped me with that. Um, Open yeah. Heavens is Bill Johnson's newest book. Love that book. Um, his book, oh, what's it called? Supernatural Power of a Transformed Mind. I think it's called that. Love you know that one. All these books. And oh, and, I said one favorite. Oh, You're on the fourth one. I'm sorry. Oh, what's one your more. Favorite? One more because I just read this one. So this one's like a coffee table book format. So I don't really know if it counts, but there's a lot of stuff in it about mm-hmm. like holistic health and wellness, like spiritually, just all through everything. And it's Jen Johnson's book. We're just going to keep it in the Bethel family. Um, and it's just beautifully done. It's called um, All Things Lovely. I'll mm-hmm. link it below. But it's I just loved that book. Yeah. So lots of good tips. Very cool. And pictures. Because you listed 17 books, I'll list one and I'm just going to, I'm just going to straight up copy. I kept it just, Hey, I I kept it only two last names. That's true. And Chan. Yeah, there you go. go. Well, I'm going (laughs) to keep it two last names too. Uh, Crazy Love. I think if you haven't read that book yet, go read it. Um, And this one is a little more interesting. It was more of a, um, like a mental exercise for me. It was a really interesting book, but it's everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die um, by David Crowder. Um, and it's, it's from a musician. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's from, uh, it's from an old oh, hymn or song. It's a song of his. I don't know if it's from an old hymn. That's true. But it's like, it really is like, I do want to go to heaven, but I don't want to die. Yeah. And so it's, it, it, and it was written within the context of, I think him, it was a long time ago, but it was him wrestling with like a death of a friend. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, this might sound really dark in a dark way in the podcast, but like at the end of the day. We are temporary. Yeah. Whether what we do in this world is temporary. And so because of that, we better yeah. make the most of it and, Absolutely. and move Keeping God's kingdom forward. Mm-hmm. And so it was a good, a good, uh, like, okay. And I read it in high school, which is like a weird, like dark book to read in high school, but it was very, yeah. it's when it came out and it was just like, okay, like really keeping my, my mind on an eternal perspective Absolutely. and knowing that I am, I only have a certain amount of time in this world to make an influence and yeah. not because I want to be great because I want God to be the greatest and known yeah. throughout this world. And so that is a great one. And you know what? I'm going to go buy it because I don't think I have any more and I'm going to go read it again. Yeah, I don't think we do have that one. I, I haven't seen it. I just organized all our books, at least oh. downstairs by color. Yeah. <laughs> and it's beautiful. If you yeah. haven't done that, forget alphabetical order. Out the door, done, stupid, whatever, dumb. It's dumb. Alphabetical order is dumb once you've seen it 
you, organized you by color. You are just all visual based. I'm very visual. You're all visual. You could care less if something works right or is if functional it's pretty, or is done the right I way. I am a yeah, as long sucker as for it's, marketing of pretty As long things. as it's pretty, you you love it. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that, that makes sense. Well, we're going to order that book. Yeah. That'll be a fun one. Either way, thank you so much, everyone, for joining us today <laughs> on an episode tangent. of the uh, Transfer Living Podcast. Me and Anna are so thankful you joined us here yes, today. Uh, like I mentioned before, shoot her a, a direct message. Um, yep. You know, do something, put a comment on YouTube, anything to ask us a question. Absolutely. We'd love to answer fun questions. We thought it would just be a yeah, fun we'll way to interact to more with all of people. them. So, like um, this whole like Transform Living podcast is, I know we have focused um, on really just spiritual topics, but we believe that all topics are spiritual topics. So, initially, when we started this, yeah. we were going to touch a little bit more heavily on fitness food like just wellness in general and mm -hmm. we kind of just had this pull towards more uh, just straight biblical topics yeah but i mean a wide range of things marriage relationships anything yeah we'll answer any, any questions of them about at anything some point. in any way shape or form bro we are obviously what colors your underwear maybe not that one black today blue yesterday <laughs> oh see thank you so much too. for joining us no. we'll see y'all next He's week wrapping it up <laughs>